Hey everybody, welcome to Homeroom with Phil Valentine, a podcast hosted by me, comedian teacher Phil Valentine. Every week I'm going to sit down with a new guest and talk to them about their school experience, what it was like for them every day between the bells. Thanks for tuning in. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, follow, and share with a friend if you like the show. This week's guest was stand-up comedian and my friend Danny Suggs. I had a great time talking to Danny. We've known each other for a few years doing stand-up, and in this conversation, uh, we got right into it. We, we took twists and turns in this conversation that I didn't anticipate. I think you'll have a lot of fun listening to it, uh, so please enjoy the show. Um, so we were talking on, on the, the ride up here that you were recently in Virginia, but that's where, where you grew up, right? I did. So I, we're, we're ta- sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but we're talking school and that's, uh, what we're going to dial into here. So okay. take us to Virginia. Virginia, um, right outside DC. I really tell people I'm from DC just because geographically it's easier to identify, but, uh, maybe okay. 30 miles outside DC, uh, it's called Dale city. Okay, that's kind of like a contingent of uh, like Virginia and Maryland people who just say they're they're from D.C. but they're really from like Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle in a special he said you know he got the street cred of being from D.C. but he he lives he lives on this side of D.C. I live on the opposite side of D.C. So we okay. both kind of claim D.C. but you know we're from the suburbs. We have a cul-de-sac. Okay, D.C. would be the biggest city, close city. Yeah, have a cul-de-sac. I like that. Were you riding the bus to school? Rode the bus. You know, my mom. Well, I went to private school, so we rode the okay. bus initially, and then uh, my mom had to drop us off at a certain age, and then we got to we. My twin and I we refused to go to a private uh, high school. We're like, no. Hold on, back this up. I've known you for years. You just dropped my twin. Oh, you didn't know I had a twin. I didn't know you had a twin. Yeah. No kidding, boy or girl? Boy, identical. Identical. Wow. Yeah. All right. That that's lot, gonna lots to talk about, man. Lot, <laughs> lots to talk about. I I feel like, man, twins. This is gonna be the dumbest thing I say probably, but you never see them older than twelve. There, <sighs> seeing adult twins like is squirrels. <laughs> um, they're out there. There are conventions, you know, that my twin and I thought about going to, like We're just ones. like straight. Meeting Nothing, twins, just, just like a sea of twins, you know, all age brackets. We've talked about going, whether or not we'll actually do it. Well, after, probably not now, because not now, just, yeah. Once upon a time, we talked about doing it, but uh, you know, we out here, you know, they're out there. You know? Yeah, wow. And and I feel like when part of my stupidity of thinking that is like, because when when twins are kids. They, their parents might dress them alike. You look more alike, like you've you don't you haven't become yourself as much, right? right. To have like your own look. So right. I might see twins all the time and just not even realize it. They're just grown. Yeah, there are, there's <laughs> a lot of fraternal twins. You know, I think more so than identical. Okay. And I don't know if it's something you know parents were eating or something <laughs> in the water, but I don't know personally any fraternal twins, but I do. No, a decent number of twins. And my great-grandmother had three sets of twins. So wow. twins running in our family. I was just going to say, no kidding. She had three sets of twins. Yeah, my mom had twin girls before she had us, but she had a miscarriage because her father died. Wow. Yeah, better them than us, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it 
it's sad, but is it? <laughs> Depends on what side of the looking glass. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, twins really run in your family. I mean, you just rattled off six sets right there. Yeah, there's a good chance. My, tw- my twin does not have children now, but if he decides to have some kids, potentially he could have a set. Could be I, twins. I don't know. It won't be me. <laughs> I'm, I'm out the game, baby. Out the game. Retired from that. I'm retired. <laughs> Hung up that jersey. <laughs> Hanging up a new, uh, or playing with a new jersey now. Absolutely. Absolutely. New jersey or, or no jersey. You, or, know, <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> no jersey, no nothing. No nothing. <laughs> um, I just want to hang up on this twins thing for a second. How many of them are identical, fraternal What uh, in your family? Um, they, were, uh, they were all identical. Wow. Yeah. I have one set of twins in sixth grade that I teach, and they are fraternal. They're girls, but they're fraternal. Are they close? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're very close. Um, and then I'm trying to just like teaching. I've only taught twins a couple times, mm-hmm. so that, that's kind of a, a trip um, to hear that in your in your family. That's like folklore hearing about that in yeah. your family. Your grandma every time must like first time was like, oh wow, this is great having twins. Second time was like, all right, twins, what are we doing? Then third time she was like, can I just have a kid? Just the pressure of <laughs> you know the grandfather having to like produce this much amount of money. Yeah, to, you know, n- n- not just to, to feed them, but to survive like all those kids. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, having six kids, you know, people do it, but right. having the expectation that maybe you're gonna have three kids and now you have six. Yes, that's a lot. It's yes. a hard pill to swallow, you know. Absolutely, like. Every time, it's twice more than you planned on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Two feedings, two changing. It's a lot of work. <laughs> so you and your brother, you guys are, are uh, twins. You guys, of course, uh, went to the same, you said, private school? Yeah. Uh, religious private or private private? Catholic. Catholic private. private. Okay. Yeah. Um, same class? No, they divided us. Okay. They separated us. 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B. How do you feel about that? Do you uh, did you ever wish you were in your uh, classes together? I didn't because it allowed us to develop our own personalities. Okay. My mom never dressed us alike because she wanted us to have our own lives. Okay. Because wow. we were born October fourth. My mom was born October 9th. We were supposed to be born on her birthday, and she wanted us to have her own birthday. So she got out of the bed and walked the stairs to induce labor, so that what? we would be born ahead of the. Uh, the date yeah oh i want to interview your mom on here she, she's a superhero yeah it sounds yeah. like it she, she wanted to be a mother and i'm blessed to have her as a mother yeah you know, some people you know they are mothers right they didn't necessarily want my mom wanted yeah to be a mother she made our baby food from scratch just like holidays well you know we had something but even if we had nothing like she would create something that was just grand and memorable like whether it was making cookies right or, you know making you know chocolate lollipops just you know the attention to detail that she you know put into being a mother was just wow excellent yeah right you you hold her in high regard I that's do. clear i do like you know love my mom yeah i'm the same way i'm the same way i just saw her mama's yesterday boy. mama's boy same yeah definitely <laughs> um so you you're in let's let's start in kindergarten can i just ask you to hold a little closer oh sure um you're in kindergarten or or lower elementary what do you like in school are you the class clown are you quiet keep to yourself um i mean in elementary i was i i was really just obsessed with 
food because my mom wouldn't let us here have a lot of, you know, fruit roll-ups, pop junk tarts, food things like that. She didn't let us have that. So if I went to school and somebody else packed a bag lunch, I'm like, you know, what do you want for those Twinkies? You know, like, <laughs> like, what can I give you? Like, do you want this green apple? And some people were into fruit, so they would literally trade for that. But Dude, me and you, they, we don't sound too far off. Like, my dad was a health nut growing up, so we didn't get, any, like, and me and my brother, we were both fat kids, but we were the pantry that had 30% less fat, right. this, and, and <clears throat> fat-free that, and all that shit. Um, so so going to school and seeing, like, the Mecca, like, yeah. that all the kids had, like, like you said, fruit roll-ups, fruit by the foot, gushers. It was always, like... I was like, zinger? Yeah. What's a zinger? I, 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 I never heard of it. <laughs> Little Debbie, give me more of that, exactly. man. Exactly. So I I can appreciate that. And I used to uh, try to, like, take change from, like, my change jar every day so I could get an Otis Spunkemeyer cookie. And I would do that, like, <laughs> under the table. I wouldn't tell my parents that. You know what we would do? We uh, we we were paying for the wing of this building for, I feel like, decades. They're probably still paying for it. But we would have to sell chocolate bars to raise money. I'm I selling would, those chocolate bars in my class now. I would bring home two boxes and eat a box and then go back to school. I was like, well, where's the rest of the money? It was like, you only gave me one box. Straight <laughs> face. I was like, you did not give me two boxes. <laughs> Lying from the get-go. Oh, my God. And in a Catholic school, they were laying that guilt on you. I mean, they tried to, but, you know, like, we were in, like, everybody knew my parents. You know, oh, okay. They, they were very active in the church. You know, they're good people in the neighborhood and the community. And everybody thought, you know, the Suggs boys, you know, they could do no wrong. So... If I said, no, Mrs. Malloy, you did not give yeah. me two boxes. She was like, I did not give you two boxes. I only gave you one. I was like, that's correct. I must have counted wrong. Excuse you know? me. And like we were just housing those chocolate bars after school. The world's finest. Those, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm selling them. I mean, I feel like now. the recipes probably changed. Don't they have dark chocolate now? They do. And they took, they used to have a peanut butter and they see, took that see, out. See, back in my day, you know, like we only had almonds with milk chocolate and you could put them in the freezer. There used to be a Pizza Hut coupon on the back. Yes, Pizza Hut, yes. You know. Sometimes McDonald's too. Ah, the good old days. Wow, that is bringing me back. Yeah, man. And like now, I think they're miniature now. But like back in the day, they were they were chunky, man. Yeah, like like they were nice. And and I have bad sweet tooth as a result. Like my teeth were pretty horrible too with growing up. Yeah. As a result, oh my god, yeah. Because anytime I had the chance to eat sugar, I was just like I couldn't get. Like if I went to a sleepover, I'd come home the next day with this, you know, upset stomach, stomach you yeah. know, because. They're like, Danny, help yourself. I was like, really? <laughs> I'm going to help myself. I, like, I didn't going to be like, helping you. Jackson Air Fruit Loop? I can have all this? And I was. Like, I was just, I was in it. This this revelation stuns me about you. The, the whole sweet, I have such a sweet tooth. Like, if I'm eating after 8 o'clock, nothing good is happening. Yeah. It's, I was saying before that I got into cooking a lot. I, I love baking cookies, all that. I make bark, all the, eight-year-old me. Loves my diet. Right. <laughs> Crushing it. But uh, so that and just because you're such a fit guy, I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm like surprised to hear that, that you got a sweet tooth. Well, I do stuff that's equally satisfying. Like now I make ice cream a lot. You know, oh, yeah. Like I'll just brown bananas in a brown bag for seven days. And okay. Get, get as brown as possible because they're sweeter. Dice them up, put them in the freezer for a day. And then you just put them in a blender. You, know, you can throw miscellaneous things in there, but just like a little almond milk, a little uh, cinnamon, and maybe some vanilla extract. Okay. You can mix it with strawberries or blueberries if you want to. So I do that probably three times a day. And once I eat it, it's satisfying. But before that, I'm just like, am I going to spend $23 to get insomnia cookies delivered to me from these village? Because I've done that. <laughs> 
I've done that before, but now there's one in the neighborhood. So, but like, it's just, it's just not worth eating all that junk food. Or like, I'll, I'll eat, I eat honey a lot too. I yeah, think, you know, just because. But that's a double-edged sword too, because too much honey, you get a stomachache, and it's a lot of calories. And I'll just start watching TV, and I'm just like. Dude, so I'm like that with with peanut butter. Like, I'll grab a scoop of peanut butter, but it's like it's dangerous. Yeah, you know, I can't keep it in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> I'm do not. I'm going through that negotiation right now of like, let me just get through this jar and be done with it for a little bit. Yeah, no peanut butter, and in the summertime, no juice. Okay, because there's a lot of sugar, and like you know, I love juice. I love 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 juice, but like I I just I literally have a shot glass that I'll drink. You know, if I have it. Yeah, just I'll to just like, like keep a governor on it. Yeah, but I'll I'll drink the whole carton because I just I, I love it. And if you can't eat ju- if you can't drink juice or eat <laughs> as much fruit as you want, then what are you doing? What kind of juice you drink? Organic orange juice from Trader Joe's. Okay. Four fifty nine. Wow. It lasts me at least thirteen days in the shot glasses. <laughs> wow. A shot every morning just for the sake of the vitamin C. Okay, and, and you're probably scratching a little itch with that too. Doing what? You're like scratching an itch. You're getting like your juice fix. Yeah, because I eat oatmeal and, you know, eggs in the morning. Okay. Most, most mornings. And it can be boring, but you throw some ketchup in there. You might throw some onions or whatever. But like juice, it's just like, ah, oh, it's healthy. It tastes good. It's satisfying. Yeah. yeah. The juice you're drinking is healthy. There's so much juice that's just like a popsicle melted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. Um, like really any juice that's not... I know there's a tug of war about this. That's deemed like organic, like simply juice. You know, that's nothing but sugar. Any, right. Anything with a Donald Duck on it, like that's all garbage. Yeah. But growing up, you know, anything that said juice. We fruit. Like, oh, well, it's juice. We, it's fruit. There's no harm. Yes. It's apple juice all day long, you know? Yeah. But like now, like you you, know, you read the studies or like, you know, you sell these things that are posted on Instagram. You're like, oh, you can't eat that. You can't drink that. I didn't know. It's like, you know, you mentioned a couple different cereals too. Like cereal went through that thing where it's like, it's fruit, it's fruit loops, you know, it's uh, apple jacks. Yeah, exactly. And now they're trying to throw protein on everything. It's like, oh, like it's high protein. I was like, sir, there's six grams of protein in the box. Okay. I wouldn't say it's high protein. There's some (laughs) protein. Compared to a cardboard chip. Right. I was like, you know, kids are still breaking bones. You know, this is not saving lives. (laughs) Oh man. I love it. Um, so, so can you tell us the name of the school you went to? It was called St. Thomas Aquinas. Did you call it Stack? Uh, wasn't into the acronyms then, but moving <laughs> forward, it will forever be known as Stack. Well, there's a, uh, there's a, a college across the river in Rockland called Stack, St. Thomas Aquinas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know there was another St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, is it a private school? It must be. I think it's a Catholic college. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know if the the acronym would uh, make its way up and down the East Coast. I don't feel like, you know, because like when I went, it was just a building. There was no gymnasium. Mm-hmm. You know, we, there was a the blacktop. That's where we had recess. There was no cafeteria. So okay. when I went to high school and had to go into a locker room for the first time, I was like, you want me to change in front of these people? Because like, when you go to Catholic school, right, you wear a uniform. And then on gym days, you wear your gym uniform, right? Oh, uh, it was, it was uh, no. Like, on it was whatever you had on that day. That was your gym uniform. Like, you know, there was no locker room. There was no need to change. We're going to have, like, uh, a field day, perhaps. Okay. We might play football, like, on a blacktop. You might play <laughs> soccer or, like, jump roping or, like, whatever. But yes. there was no... Oh, no... you saying that, like, on the blacktop. I went to Catholic school till third grade. 
and fake your knees. I'm telling you right now, my the, brother has bad knees because he would, you know, like pivot and dodge. And yeah. Playing football. Oh, you're, it's like your football field is outlined by the teacher's cars, like parking. Right. right. You know? That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> the hood, baby. We had, we had no idea. We thought we were getting a decent education. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I don't think just like. I, I, as somebody who's part of the system and teaches in it, it's like so hard to to say like what a decent education is because like it's just so relative. I I don't know today like I think school is kids want it so individualized, but it's hard to to come to that. So it's like I don't know how much of of going through K to twelve school prepares you for life at this point. I feel like if, I think school should be pass or fail until like maybe the fourth grade okay and then the fifth grade starting to prep you because you're getting to be a bit more mature you're gonna have situations that you haven't been exposed to before aka i'm going to the sixth grade right body's starting to develop you know right starting to understand things that you might see on television that was just funny before and now you're like oh boobies yeah yeah like now you want to ask questions yeah when they switch from boobies to boobs right right (laughs) yeah exactly you know like titties you know but um I feel like it's just a lot of pressure because I never liked pressure. I realize I, I I do well under pressure now. Okay. But growing up, I never liked pressure, and that was just due to the fact that I just didn't prepare. Like, if I had to do a report on Sasquatch, I was the guy that would tell my mom, oh, I have to go to the library to get a book on Sasquatch at, like, 8.15, and the <laughs> library's closing. 20 minutes to get there, the library's closing at 9. Right, right. Just a master procrastinator. I just didn't take anything seriously not like and i probably had add and Mm -hmm. i just didn't know it but i just i was very interested in things that i was interested in but if i was not you know i could read for a full hour and if you asked me what it was i was like i have no idea yeah and i I meant it i have no idea what i just read right oh man so what kind of grades were you pulling when you were young like elementary school age um there were a whole lot of see me after class you know paper was blood red i mean i guess i did i mean like i guess i did all right but i guess when i realized that i was gay and i was having to navigate life and that secretly okay you know the grades just weren't a part. I was like, "What are they going to do? Like fail me?" Right. I, I never did so poorly that I would ever. I was ever in jeopardy of, of failing. Okay. But like, if I just got nothing but C's, I was like, "Mission accomplished. Let's yeah. move on to the next level." Right. I did enough to get through this. Right. Like I never felt pressure, you know, in that realm. <clears throat> Were your parents high pressure with uh, with grades or not? Nah. My dad skipped two grades. Oh damn. And my mom was valedictorian. So okay. they looked at me and they were like. What's the problem? And how was your brother pulling grades or same boat or what? Uh, no, we were just like, eh. You yeah. Know, like we, we just didn't. And it's not that we didn't have an appreciation for the school or for learning. Right. We, it's probably a double-edged sword being a twin. Because being a twin, everybody's like, oh, like the kid, you know, the twins, twins are so cute. It's like Dalmatian puppies, you know, <laughs> like walking on the street on Saturday. Everybody wants to take a picture with you. Everybody wants to yeah. hang out with you. And I'm not saying it went to our head, but we felt like nobody would really ever say no. Like, it was just always going to work in our favor. Everybody knew our parents. And, you know, it just just wasn't serious, you know, to me. Dude, I I get that. Like, I kind of coasted a lot on personality, you know. Like, I would have – I was like a B-minus student. um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of, like – 
you know, excessive talking distracts the class. But I was just always like, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to get by, you know? Right. And it's one of those things I look back, I'm like, I could have done a hundred times better, but I also had so much fun that but I don't But don't you care. appreciate that you're not a type A personality as a result of that? Yes, I completely I mean, you'd probably do. be a lawyer if you had been, but yeah. like still, like you're not a type <laughs> A personality. You don't have heart problems. Like you're not exactly. stressed to the point where. And so many people like, uh, you know, not talking about your mom here, but right. you, you said she's well, valedictorian. But, right. <laughs> but um, you know, so many people that were like valedictorian, I said this in the past, is <clears throat> they usually go on to just be an accountant that was valedictorian in high school. Right. You know, like it's like, was it worth all that? Was right. it worth not going out? Was it worth not having fun? You know, yeah. and I know that's not the case for everybody, but sometimes it's just like, I don't know, we find the balance, yeah. you know. We're both getting the same diploma. You, you're getting more money for college, but yeah. we're both getting the same uh, Regents diploma when we leave here. Yeah. So um, I want to tag back. You said uh, when you when you realized you were gay, I think, I don't know how you phrased it, but when you were going through that, how old were you? When I realized that something was different? Yes. Hmm. How old was I? I guess old enough to know that I wanted this broad Debbie to get out of my face. Okay. Like, stay out of my face, Debbie. I told you no once. There's no, I'm, I'm not meeting you behind a school. <laughs> We've already discussed this. And then we started having like, you know, dances. If you could, you know, at a Catholic private school, what does that look like? Right. Or there were individual like parties, not necessarily co-ed slumber parties, but you know, the girls could stay until like seven. And right. What the problem was, my twin was fast as fuck when it came to the ladies <laughs> okay. so everybody assumed that whatever he was doing danny was on board with too yeah like, i absolutely was not no like, <laughs> like i was not and i wanted i looked up to him i feel like i act the way that i act because i mimicked a lot of his behaviors okay um and i feel like just gay men especially growing up black military all boys catholic i had uh stay one step ahead of everybody as in regards to how they were thinking like why is he looking at me like that way does he think something so i always had to figure out what you were going to say or what you were going to do and be prepared if i was cornered well danny why were you looking at blah 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 yeah i wasn't looking at him or yeah uh, like i mean like i had to just stay so i was always in my head not really ever in the moment i was just always like you know surveying the land like figuring out okay i can worry about him he's got a smart mouth yeah I don't know what they're gonna say this girl's, you know, you know, pretty sexually active, like in the sixth grade, you know, got a bob and weave and dodge her. Yeah. She, she likes to hang out at the park at eight o'clock. Yeah, I just had to figure out, you know, how to navigate that. Right, right. And how and to to kind of like be a part of all that and also be yourself. Right. right. Be part of it and not be a part of it while trying to be myself. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It was a challenge. That is definitely like landmines, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um do so I guess at what point did you know that change? And if you don't want to talk about this, it's totally oh, okay. Feel free. Um, but like, when did it shift from from something's different to knowing you're gay? Um, I knew I was gay, but you don't miss something you've never been exposed to. Okay. So I was just like, eh, you know, I'm, I'm young enough now where nobody's going to be putting too much pressure on me. I was like, okay, we can go roller skating. You know, like we can go to the mall. Right. Right. I like to shop. I like to eat. You know, like what's the harm in that? Right. I uh, didn't get serious until, I guess, the eighth grade, because my brother's best friend, he had just been having sex since he was like 
11. Yo, there's oh. always like somebody that started so like before every before I was looking at Playboy, somebody's right. like having time. It's like, what? Unsupervised. Yeah. Parents were never home. It was like, you know, what do you mean you want to hang up with the girl? You can bring it back to my house. You know, nobody's there. It was like, oh, well, I can't today. And I'm running off as fast as I can. So my brother befriended him and is like hanging out with them. They were both like girl crazy. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Man, I thought we were just going to go play soccer. Why is it always got to be this? Yes. And now that I'm gay, I mean, I guess if I was in a world of nothing but men, I was like, okay, I get it. I'm on board now. But at the time, I'm just like, can we really just go to the movie? Why we got to sit all the way back here? Who's coming to meet us? I yeah. thought we were going to know. Like, it was just, <laughs> just threw a wrench in my plan. So <clears throat> to answer your question, in eighth grade, it got tricky. Okay. Because um, we told our parents we are not going to a private school enough was enough so we're going to a public school and everybody already thought that we were slow because they knew they didn't understand what a private school was they were like you know they thought we were (laughs) ignorant for lack of a better word right just just, their ignorance was them thinking you were ignorant. right exactly (laughs) so um you know like between eighth and ninth grade you know some executive decisions like had to be made so i was like all right you know i think i talk about this you know a few of these you know topics like in my set you know i approached getting a girlfriend the same way i did my taxes i was like well i guess it's time you know it's that time of year again you yeah because like, people are going to start asking questions it's been six months you know like <laughs> what's going on it's cuffing season so i usually try to find somebody that was on my you know somebody who was worried about how she was perceived by her parents and somebody who was worried about how my mother viewed her that wow. girl is who i wanted to date because she's not trying to have sex you know like she wants to you know look good in everybody's eyes right you know you didn't want to date the girl who didn't have two parents in the home yeah yeah because there's too much flexibility in the house right you could get time alone you know alcohol which is the things that you know teenagers you know loved i was just like no i'm good i'm good right you had to draw a boundary on some of that stuff to, to kind of create your own boundary yeah absolutely wow that's uh that's that's a tale, man. Yeah. That's so. Let's talk about the switch from from private school <clears throat> to public school. You you sound very adamant about that. You and your brother both. Yeah, yeah. We were done with it. You know. Um, How long did you want out for? No, it was like from kindergarten to eighth grade. We stayed in the same school. We had great relationships with the teachers, with the students, but there was just more out there we wanted to experience. Did you um, have nuns uh, teach you at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Nothing. All nuns. All well, nuns? Well, not all nuns. Just probably 65% nuns. No kidding. Okay. Nuns and, you know, just standard teachers. And we just weren't, like, we we lived in a box. We just weren't exposed to anything. We didn't, yeah. we didn't know Go to church, anything. like, every other week or we something, We were going to right? church twice a week. Wow. And then, you know, every time there was a saint's birthday, we got out half day. And then yeah. we sat at home. We're like, well, now what do we do? Yeah. Like, my brother and I, we entertained one another, thank goodness. But right. there just wasn't a whole lot you know to do and you know we never had exposure to a locker room Mm -hmm. we didn't have extracurricular sports growing up we played soccer from probably 10 on but i was there for the fellowship my brother you know like if he lost he's like crying like why are you crying we have two bags of doritos left we have a a liter of coca-cola why are you crying we're stopping at mcdonald's what what is the problem like he wanted to win win win. yeah Yeah, that's super competitive i was just like 
I'm, I was just there, you know, just for the hang. Was he like that in everything? Oh, like, yeah. He's a pharmaceutical sales rep. You know, he's, he's okay. he wins, like, this top award, like, you know, very often. And we're, we are, I think I have a good work ethic as well. But, <clears throat> you know, it, it's just, and I feel like I'm doing pretty well in my life now. Right. But I do not go as hard as he does. He always tells me, he says, if I go home at 4 o'clock, I know everybody else went home at 2. And that's how that's how he is. Wow. Like, I'm going home at 2 o'clock, and I'm not questioning who else is out there. I'm yeah. going home, I'm cold, <laughs> or I'm hot, or, like, I, I need a day. Like, yeah. I've, I've just never, I've never, because I feel like I had, just growing up, you know, imagine trying to navigate family problems. Not that I had any, but, like, everybody has some type of family problem. Sure. Um, navigating, you know, just being a teenager, figuring that out, like seeing right. you know, what does that look like, what does that sound like, and then having to keep this like deep, dark secret. Yeah, you know, it's like 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 imagine having two dicks and you can't <laughs> tell anybody that you have two dicks, but it's supposed to be a good thing that you have two dicks. Right, right. And you can't tell anybody. You got to figure it out on your own. So coupled with every other everyday problem that you have. Right. You have to deal with, you know, another huge, huge right that you cannot tell because you'll be ridiculed possibly by your friends, by your family. The right. Bible says, you know, that it's wrong. Like you're yeah. a man. So you're you're thinking about all this from middle school on and, and just like, like you said, the Bible, the social dynamic. Like I know because I was a high school kid in the early 2000s, like kind of just the the loose social homophobia that comes out, right? Like dropping the F-bomb and right. all that kind of, so you're around that too, I'm sure, and just kind of gritting your teeth. It's tough, like even now, like, you know, the first festival that I was part of was a queer festival. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it took me a minute to be okay, it was just like, Queer festival, yeah, yeah. Because like, back in my, those are fighting words. Like, you right? Like, Who you call it queer? Like, you know, that's just how I was wired. I was like, okay, Danny, it's a queer festival. They don't mean anything, right? Everybody's queer, queer umbrellas, you know, umbrellas, everything. But right, you know, it was a hard pill for me to swallow, just because it's just a generational thing. Like, I, right. I just, you know, it's it's like queer is everywhere now and it's celebrated, and and like I support that. I'm happy to be a part of the community, but it'd be like, and I wrote a joke about this too. They'd be like, you waking up tomorrow and, and finding out that it's okay to use the N-word. Right. Don't do it, <laughs> but finding out that it's okay if you use the N-word. Like, you might want to do it. You might want to embrace it, but, like, you just can't, you wake up in the morning and just be like, you know what? You know, I know for 30 years I couldn't do it, but, you know, today's right. going to be the day. Like, it, it takes time it, to you have a certain attachment to that you know certain context attached to that word absolutely right? you know as an epithet and and like even though to go back like even further than that like queer is a word my grandma would say referring to like something that's strange or odd right you know so it's like here this word has gone through we've just cycled through three generations of it right mm -hmm. and now it's like it, it's fully embraced but in the same way like i'm not comfortable like I'm not comfortable saying it, even uh, even though like it's the name of festivals or whatever. That I, I know I right. just said it the way my grandma said it, but right. like it's not something that I appreciate that it's embraced, but not something I, I feel like a um, participant it, enough. It's, to it's say. taking getting used to. Like, yeah, it, it takes yeah. Sometimes get used to. Like I'm happy to be on board. I'm proud, but it took a minute. Right. For me. Okay. It, it did take a minute for me, but I'm there. 
All right. I, I got there. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. Um, hold on. Let me take a sip of this. What's in there? Moonshine? <laughs> I mean, I have to ask cool. because Virginia moonshine is rampant. Well, you, you were saying that even about juice. I'm like, man, all I drink is seltzer, water, and uh, tea and coffee. All I, yeah, for the most part, I drink a lot of ginger tea. Uh, but I am a big fan of water, but because I, my protein intake is high, I can't be peeing all day long. Right. Cause I got things to do and you're getting on the, and I specifically told myself with cigars, it's going to be 30 minutes on the train. Pop, pop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like don't, don't drink any water, you know, beforehand. Cause you know, you don't want to get lost out there. Like you can't, you, where can you go and use the bathroom in, in, in the city, let alone the Bronx? Yeah. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> All right, so let's bring it back. You were saying just you had enough. You were in Catholic school. You had enough. You was this something like you and your brother talked about? Like enough's enough. We. I or, remember. I, I remember like it was yesterday. We had a church function, and my brother brought his best friend. You know, the one that was fucking since eleven. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to this party." We were probably twelve and a half at the time, like eighth grade ish. Yeah, eighth grade. You know, we got pretty. You know, like we did all right. You know, right. Like School wise, we were good kids. And I was like, Mom, could we go? We can tell at 11.30. She was like, no, you're coming home. And I was just like, you know what? I was just fed up. I was like, my grades are pretty good. You know, I make my bed every day. We cut the lawn, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, you know, why? Where's are, the give? Yeah, right. Why are you celebrating me in front of all your friends but won't let me do something? But she was just worried about the, the elements that were out there. She, it's not that she didn't trust right. us, per se. Well, you're going out with a kid that's been banging since he was. Well, like, <laughs> I mean, like, luckily, only, you know, only my brother and I knew that. But, right. you know, I was just. The parents was, know that character. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But there was just so much of the world that I just had not been exposed to. Right. And, you know, um, yeah, it, it was just it was just time. It, yeah. It, it was just it was just time, you know, like, love the Lord. But, you know, I, I, I choose to practice, you know, in the comforts of my own home. And mm -hmm. I wanted to be with the people that I didn't know. I knew people in the in my direct neighborhood, but I didn't meet people outside of the interactions I had either in my neighborhood or via, you know, the private school. Okay. O outside of maybe, you know, playing soccer. You know, like there's a couple people like maybe 20 miles away that you might come in contact with. But right. all the people that I was meeting, I was just like, yeah, you know, I didn't go I didn't go to the school. I didn't go to that school. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I want to eat in a cafeteria once. Like, what's that like? Like, I want to have recess. I want to, you know, I don't, don't want to have recess. I want to have like PE. Like, yeah, very yeah. Very athletic. You know, black guy can't play basketball. Why? Because <laughs> we didn't have a gymnasium. <laughs> I, I guess we could have played it in the neighborhood. But yeah, I played what we were exposed to. And All we these were, things were like a myth to you, right? I'm like my brothers. I told older brothers they played football and basketball and they excelled. Okay, but in my neighborhood, you know, the kids were playing soccer. I was like, soccer it is. That's what I'm gonna. You got that's what you guys are playing. That's what I'm playing. I'm in. <laughs> you know, I saw my cousins in New York and in North Carolina. They play basketball, but I wasn't there long enough to embrace that or appreciate that or even want to do it so i was just like no nah, sticking with the soccer because sure you know it's in the neighborhood and yeah it's like what am i going to waste my time on this trip for uh, right <laughs> learning to shoot a basket such a waste of calves though because every time you know people see me they're like <laughs> yo i'm like no don't waste your time <laughs> i'm here for the fellowship <laughs> i do not play basketball <laughs> when i uh when i first started teaching i taught at a school and they didn't have a gym in it 
we didn't have a gym or a computer lab. And I used to joke around. I used to say, everybody knows the kids that came from our school because they can't shoot a basket or type. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how you got gym in the cafeteria? I remember going, like, first time we went to high school. I'm like, great. I mean, like, I guess the school lunches were just subpar. But every day, like, you got, like, a different lunch. It was, like, pizza every Wednesday. And then there's spaghetti, like, every Taco Tuesday. Right. Because I just love food. I was just like... You're like what's what's gonna happen on Monday? Like, I, was just, I just did not have exposure to that. I was just excited about that. When I got a, a job in high school, that was like the ball out for me. My parents used to only let me buy lunch once a week, but when I got a job in high school and could buy my own lunch, I was eating cafeteria lunch every day. And you're right, like it's subpar food, but it's just something about the cafeteria food, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I loved it. Uh, so that must have been a big deal going to public school, right? Like, f- go ahead. Did you know why it was so hard? Because the, the the private school we went to was primarily white. Okay. So all the black kids that I didn't know would make fun of me because of the way I spoke or the way that I dressed. Okay. Or the way that I interacted. But these are just things that i just never been exposed to. Well, all right. Let me ask you a question then on this. Was your primary group of friends at school or were they – the soccer, like, what, what, who was your primary crew, I guess? Where, um, where did they Primarily from? just kids in the neighborhood. Neighborhood. Initially. Okay. And then, you know, you might meet a friend. It was, like, pretty, like, rural-ish where you are or sub- just, like just, just suburban? Very, very suburban. Okay. Very, very suburban. You know, I'm, I used to hang out with this kid named Mike that was on. He went to my, he went to my, the, the private school as well. And his dad would drop him over my house with his bike and vice versa. We would do that like maybe once a month. Right, right. And it wasn't that far, but, you know, yeah. parents have things to do on Saturdays. Sure. But, you know, he, they that that was my, my, my that's yeah. just how I socialized. That's, yeah. And then when I went to, you know, Garfield was the name of the high school. We mm-hmm. went to high school and, you know, it was like, like there was just a lot that I just didn't know that I just wasn't you know you know exposed to. I didn't know how to dance. I'm a, I mean, some people think I'm a very good dancer now, but at the time I didn't know how to fucking dance. Okay. I remember getting invited to parties. I was like, I'm not going to that 16th birthday party. I can't dance. Yeah. Because we would go to family reunions. <laughs> my mom was like, Oh, hey, Shawnee, like you guys get out there. I was like, Get off me, woman! I don't know how to break dance. I already told you that. <laughs> it's not something that you just do. Right. Right. But my cousins, they grew up, you know, just. You know, being exposed to all that, and like I saw like people break dancing, but like my core group of friends, and like my brother's best friend was black, he was playing soccer too. He wasn't break dancing, so right. like, you know, <laughs> all the stuff went over our head. Right, and he wasn't break dancing because he was too busy fucking. I had no excuse for it. I wasn't break dancing. <laughs> I just didn't know how to break dance. I just didn't know how to do it. Right. So there was just I feel like we were just missing out on the world. The real world. Because, okay. You know, we, my mom had us in this. It's like a bubble. You existed in a box. Yeah. Like, my mom was, like, very good mother. Right. But, you know, you know, selling this candy bars, she would buy all the candy bars and just give them to her friends. Because she thought if we went door to door, we might get kidnapped. <laughs> she said that once. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> We're going to high school. I need you like, to these are, This is the neighborhood. These are my friends. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there's just a world that we just didn't know about. And, you know, I, I was just... I just felt dumb. Like, Did you guys like trick or treat or anything or no? Oh, yeah. That was okay. Like, you know, we we trick or treated like again, you know, like with my brother's best friend. That I mean, just kids in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and there were kids that were deemed like bad apples then. You didn't right. Know what that meant? But I was like, okay, he smoked or like you know he drank. Like, 
right whatever he was just so curious. be it i didn't know that oh there's alcoholic in his family i was like oh right like, he's been doing that like i didn't know any of that i didn't know that stuff like that could happen because yes you know i wasn't watching lifetime at the time <laughs> you know, like i didn't i didn't realize that you know, i was just naive to so many things yeah it was embarrassing i was just naive to so many things but it's like when you're a kid you you see different dots but you don't connect them you know and you don't even see as many of the dots it's not that I didn't connect them. I just didn't care. I was worried about making sure that nobody knew I was gay. That's all. That, that was, was top priority. Nothing else mattered. That did that stay through high school? Did you come out in high school? Did you? No, okay. No, 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 no. Um, luckily, my brother was fucking everybody, so everybody assumed that I was too. Okay. But I did. I had a lot of female friends. I was I was pretty popular in high school, but I okay. did have a lot of female friends. So all the guys thought I was fucking every girl that I was with. Okay. And I wouldn't admit it or deny it. I'd just be like, eh, you know. What are you asking me that for? Oh, yeah. I was like, you know I can't. Bro, like, you know I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't kiss and tell. But I was doing absolutely nothing. And girls knew they liked me. And it's not like they lusted after me or anything like that. They knew they liked me for a different reason, but they couldn't put their finger on it. You know, okay. they liked me, you know, because, you know, they were just like, you know, he's he's non-threatening. Like, he's mm -hmm. a good dresser. Like, he's funny and blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah. blah witty right yeah. right but like they couldn't quite put their finger on it and then i was always worried that somebody may because i just like i i, I liked girls primarily because they never finished their food <laughs> but i mean like i did enjoy being around i love beautiful 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 girls like love pretty girls okay and I, and I did enjoy like being around them but you know i I liked, my mom was a lady, and I liked how dainty they were. Okay. I liked how they interacted. That's kind of when I was in eighth grade, but then when I got to ninth grade, like, I was really attracted to that bad girl, like, that girl that just kind of got in trouble, or, you know, that girl that, I was really into girls that fought, like, 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 if, 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 if there was a girl that got in fist fights, it was like, oh, I like that, like, I liked the fact that she was feisty. Like, your mom wouldn't approve of her. Right. Yeah. She, she was just doing exactly what my parents were like, I was like, oh, she smokes, you know, like, yeah. she comes from a broken home, like, she <laughs> ate all the candy bars, like, that's my girl, <laughs> that's what I liked. Oh, my God. But, so, hanging out with them, like... A fuck girl, was there ever pressure for you to fuck? Um, I do remember. God, it scarred me. <laughs> I do remember. I do remember there was this girl named Stormy. And she told me. There's never been a good girl named Stormy. Uh, trouble. Trouble from the very beginning. <laughs> and she said that she liked me. And I guess we got out like half day. And I guess it just been understood that oh Danny and Stormy are probably gonna like hook up but I didn't really co-sign on I was just like uh, okay so then I went home and then like 30 minutes later her and her friend came to my house they were like ding dong and I was oh like, man oh, shit they're at the door <laughs> now what do I do there's nobody at the house she knows that right I know that right her parents aren't home what excuse do I have why I'm not going to go to her house or yeah. Do anything at my home. Wow. And like, pressure was, was on. It was just like pressure like that. And, and like, I, I know some guys, like heterosexual guys, they don't like the, you know, like, I don't like pressure, period. Right. Like, I always go, if I, if I have to go someplace, I get there early. I don't like that pressure of having to rush. I don't like being 
rushed okay with anything i don't like being rushed with anything okay so somebody's saying like i'm gonna blah 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 i was like no i need you to give me a minute i need to process this what's gonna happen blah 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 blah. that's just how i was wired yeah yeah like i I, I probably could have gone along with it but don't just show up at my door right right you know tell me i got an hour and a half window right you know like don't don't do that yeah (laughs) i I don't i don't like i i still don't like stuff like that yeah right not not even in a sexual situation just any situation yeah i appreciate that. that yeah um, I, so you were a pretty popular guy in high school. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, because I, I didn't really know anybody prior to you know going to high school. But did that just like pick up? Like you guys went in, in ninth grade, and you guys were like uh, just like taken in, or or was it like a build? I, I don't know. I'm I'm just curious. My, here. my brother's best friend was was pr- was very popular. Okay. My brother. This is up. the kid. The, yeah. Okay. The, 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 Fucking eleven year old. <laughs> um, he was very popular, and you know everybody thought, "Oh, the twins, the twins, you know, they're cute." Blah 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 blah. Okay. And my brother was very athletic. Like I ran track, I played tennis, I played soccer. I was pretty good. Okay. My brother was very good at soccer, so he made varsity his freshman year. So that kind of puts you like on a higher pedestal in people's eyes. And right. I didn't care about any of that. I came out of a private school, and all I cared about was dressing. Like okay, every, looking good every day. Like <laughs> that's all I cared. Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm materialistic, but I'm probably scarred from having to wear a uniform all day, every day. I was going to ask that. I just, I really appreciate, even if it's a hoodie with some khakis, like whatever. I really appreciate a good outfit. Okay. Guys, girls, you know, like, like yeah. whatever. Like somebody that has thought it out or yeah. clothes hang on them well. I really, really like that. So I would that that was my thing. You like 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 human art, like fashion, beautiful women, like beautiful I, people. Right. Like yeah. Like I like attractive things. So like I said, you know I'll see somebody that everybody thinks has dropped their gorgeous. I'm like, eh. I mean, like they are beautiful, but beautiful is boring. I like I like something with sex appeal, the way somebody talks. Ooh, okay. The way somebody walks, the way their clothes hang on them. You know, everybody's like, why would you not take advantage of that girl? Why would you not take advantage of that guy? It's, it's boring. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just like somebody with an accent, like somebody that's bow-legged. That uh, used to be my thing. If you were bow-legged, <laughs> if you look like you could topple over any man, <laughs> sign me up. That's what I was born. But like people see me and they like to create this narrative. It's like, oh, Danny is this way. Yeah. And, you know, they see me. They're like, oh, he's, he's going to do this. He's right. never going to do that. They never really know who I am. But they always have to create this false narrative. Right. And then they meet me. They're like, huh. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have this whole thing bubbling under the surface right. that they have no clue about. And it's primarily because I'm so quiet. Mm-hmm. They don't really know how. And I've always gotten that. Like people... Even in high school, even though I was popular, people always used to say to me, I had no idea that you were a cool guy or I yeah. had no idea that you were this person. It was like, why? Because like, you're so quiet. You look like a dick. Yeah. And in college, people would say, Danny, I had no idea you were this person because I got to tell you, when I first saw you, I thought you were a dick. People, no kidding. You know, I, I, people, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm hard to read apparently and I'm just shy. Which is hard, to, especially now you as, as a comic. People are like, how are you shy? Right. Like, Beyonce's shy. Yeah, yeah. You see what she does. There's I'm an shy. expectation I that you're like keep, class clown. And I think I always kept to myself. I kept to myself because I didn't want to speak out of turn. If, if I didn't participate, nobody would notice me. Okay. So, so nobody would ask me, like, you know, are you fucking that girl? Or like, why aren't you fucking mm. that girl? So if I kept 
you know, like if, if I impress people by the way I dressed, oh, like, you know, he's a cool guy, like he dresses, blah, 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 blah. They like that. But if I just kept quiet, they would appreciate the dressing, but they wouldn't question me about anything else. So, right. And that was hard to shake moving to New York City, you know, because people always say, like, why are you so quiet? You know, like, why are you so quiet? Even, like, even as a trainer, I train my clients in the in the uh, independent studio, with, mm -hmm. you know, with, with other trainers. But when they heard that I was doing comedy, they're like, but you have no personality. How are you doing comedy? You've never smiled in here. You speak to no one. But that yeah. was all business. Like, I don't want to say, like, if I'm training you, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want you getting friendly with me, and now you think you can start speaking to my client. Right, right. I guess. So that. I want you looking at me, thinking that I could snap at any moment, and I want you to look at my client and say, "I can never speak to this client because I don't know what Dane is capable of." Wow. That's that's just, guard up. That's just business. That was yeah. just business. So when people hear that I'm doing comedy, they're like, "He won a festival doing what?" <laughs> like, like they did, and then they come and see my show. They're like, oh, like I had no idea, but right. they don't know me. But that's that's like thinking somebody can't paint because they have bad handwriting. You know, it's like there's it, it, there's it, art to it. It's that and like you know, the social media thing. You know, everybody's yes. like, oh, like I know who this person is. You know, because social yes. media. I'm just like when I say I eat Chinese food every day, I'm talking about ramen, sir. I'm not talking about. I'm not going to Budokan. You yeah, know, like, I'm not going to Nobu. <laughs> I'm just like we're eating ramen. We're throwing some eggs in there, like maybe some onions. Like that's the right. Chinese food I'm eating. Like. Instagram and Facebook, all that type of stuff, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But Absolutely. People, people are like, no, this is this is life. Who that person is? And yeah. You know, it's but they're so happy. It's like, yeah, but of course, because they're not putting a picture up of them crying. I mean, like even on my like, my social media, I only put up comedy stuff. Like if I go on vacation, that's for you. I mean, I mean, if I were to put up a picture, it's it it's because the sunset was truly magnificent. Mm -hmm. But I'm not gonna take a picture, you know, like what up, like yeah. in <laughs> Aloha. I'm not, I'm, not four, I'm not fourteen. I mean, like, 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 feel free. People can celebrate it. But if I right. do put up a picture like that, I'm doing it because I really want to show people, right. you know, the sight that I saw. Not, but some people they're just taking the pictures for the sake yes. of likes. Do it like, for the gram. That, I'm all I, it, people do experience that. first, man. You gotta, you have to soak in the moment, like you have whatever it is, whether it's like a sunset, like you're saying, or you go to a game, whatever. Right. I'm not saying don't take a picture, but like make sure you're enjoying it first and not not taking the picture. I'll share the that. pictures with my yeah. friends, sure, but I won't, you know, like these people. And that's why if some people say, oh, like you either stop unfollowing somebody or you hide them. I hide people because if I go through my feed and I see three pictures of you in the same day, I'm like, okay, that's like, that's yeah, <laughs> no, no, this, this is my page. Like, why do I see four pictures of you? Yeah, in five minutes, like from different. No, yeah, like I like you, but like I, I don't love you. Like, I don't need all these angles. So I'm gonna hide you for thirty days and let you get yourself together, and then we'll revisit this in March. I like, like that. post up one picture, but like you're not gonna post up ten a day. Yeah, I I totally get that. Crazy. Man. Um. How about any uh, high school superlatives? Did you win any superlative? Um, I didn't win. I was on uh, the list for Mr. Garfield. Um, that was the name of the high school and best dressed and um, most popular. Okay. Wow. I, I won none of those, but I mean, I think being on the list is winning itself, you know, yeah. isn't it? I, it, it, it gets your name in the conversation. Especially because I just, you know, I mean, like, I only went to the school for four years. Yeah. But 
I, I meant to ask this earlier. So what kind of school was it? You said that the, the Catholic school is primarily white, right? Mm -hmm. So now you go to the public school. Are we talking the same thing? Are we talking a uh, change? Very, very diverse. Okay. Very, very diverse. A um, lot of black kids, you know, a lot of, a lot of Latinos, not a lot of Latinos, but there were no Latinos in my private school. Right. Obviously, I knew Latinos existed. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd heard of But them. at the time, only on television, I hadn't been exposed to it. So it was pretty diverse. And then, um, you know, people could be cruel. Yeah. You know, because I couldn't play basketball or, you know, they would say, I like, black people said I did I acted white white people said uh, I didn't act black so it was always like this tug of war I was like well, why don't you just all mind your fucking business yeah like, let me do what I want to do like that's how I am now I had a close friend in high school uh, who same thing like you know hated that and I had some very candid conversations with him but he was like what is this like he was the president of the school student government all that how and dare you you know have goals <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh, it, it turned into this thing where it's like he's the white black kid, and he used to hate that. And we, like I said, had some like great yeah. conversations. And he was just like, the, you know, the best. And I remember him having such a good answer. Somebody's like, "You're going to be the first black president." This is you know 2003 ish, and he's like, "Well, I hope we have one before I'm right. old enough." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, like I, I like even to the states. Like I did a show in Connecticut and table black folks came at me so i had to address it yeah yeah just crazy like this one guy you know i i walked around after the show it was probably like 70 people in the audience you know mm -hmm. it, it was a two-day gig and uh we're walking around table to table and the black guy this table of black guys he comes up to me he was like are you this black or that black yeah and i knew what he meant i was just like danny don't <laughs> i was like danny don't i was like yeah i don't really know what you mean right he's like are you this black were you that black? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I whatever's gonna make you comfortable in your skin. <laughs> and I, and I just stared at his friends like, oop, like you know, like they didn't want any trouble, but like that's a trigger for me because right. I cannot believe we are still having this conversation. And you know why he came at me is because I did a basketball, I did a joke implying that I couldn't play basketball, but uh, I could raise money for my family for, for my. Uh, I can't remember the joke now. Like I can raise money from my ultimate frisbee team. Okay. So like, apparently that offended him. I don't know. Like I don't know if he thought I was saying that I was Carlton Banks or I was better than him or how dare you not know the culture? Right. Because I can't play basketball, which is a whole conversation in itself. So yeah, stuff like that still happens, but I'm right. used to it. And you know, I have you know answers locked and loaded. Yeah, but, ready like, to go. You know, but I'm just like. Really? Are we still answering these questions? Right. You, you were answering them in in school in like in DC when you were a kid, and now it's like we nobody's outgrown this. Like, yeah, I can it's, imagine. It still man. happens. It's, it's frustrating, but whatever. I want to ask a couple questions here before we uh, wrap up. I Please. wanted to. One thing I I like to ask everybody is: you look back. Do you have a favorite teacher? Sister Philip Michael. Sister Philip Michael. That is a badass nun name. Here's why I liked her. What grade are we talking? Fifth grade. Okay. Number one, I was her favorite. I could do no wrong. But I remember we would go to Locust Shade Park. <clears throat> We'd have like outdoor activities, you know, like just um, field day and things like that. She was very, very, very athletic. You know, we'd, we'd all be playing baseball. 
and it's, she's up at bed, and she's like, you know, everybody is, you know, coming in. He was like, oh, she's a nun. She can't hit the ball. Bless her heart. She's like, go back. They're like, what? She's like, go back. She gets up there. She's like, wham. She knocks it out the park. I suspect she was a lesbian. <laughs> I'm pretty positive that she was a lesbian. Wow. And like now that I look back, I know she was a lesbian. But yeah. at the time, I was just like, there was just something different. The same way girls liked me, but didn't know why. Mm. There was something about her at a young age that I just knew was not, she was not like any of the other sisters. There was just something very distinctive yeah. about her. Wow. And now that I look back, she was definitely a lesbian. Wow. So I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> I loved her. Like, you know, she, she and I were very close. Yeah. I was, I was, I was sad to leave because she got transferred, I think, oh, damn. after that year. Oh, wow. To another diocese. Yeah. But, yeah. She's, she's, she's in my heart. Wow. That's really nice. How about if you could, uh, looking back, if you could give younger Danny some advice, what do you think you'd give him? Be more courageous. Uh, be fearless. I think gays often live a hermited life because they're fearful of how they're going to be perceived. Mm -hmm. But those that love you, they're equally as fearful about how to interact with me. I expected people to come to me as mm. opposed to me introducing who I was. Okay. They're equally as like, if they suspected that you're gay, they're nervous that they're going to say the wrong thing. They're nervous that, you know, something that they're going to say is not going, is somehow going to be misconstrued. I sure. think, you know, I think we all have concerns cause there's love there, but I used to think people were, well, why did you ask me this? Or why did you do that? Why did you do this? Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't on them. If I wanted to bring somebody home, I should have brought somebody home. I shouldn't have waited for them and say, do you want to bring anybody home? Right. But that's, that's what I did. So oh. I used to pout and say like, how come nobody's asking me if I have a boyfriend at the dinner table? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kim, how was love life is? Yes. Him. How was job is? How come I had nobody to bring home? Right. right. But I was annoyed <laughs> that how come nobody's asking me while they're, yeah. you know, I don't reaching, want you to assume that reaching for the pepper, you yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. like that used to annoy me, but yeah, you know, that, that was, that was, that was all me. So if I could do it all over again, if I can give you any advice, just fuck it, you know, like do, do what's best for you. Those that are for you are going to be there. And my family's yeah. very, very supportive. They're very, very, like the entire family. They're very supportive. My friends are very supportive. And those that have not been, they're not supposed to be in my life. Yeah. Growing up, you think just because I was popular, I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be friends with everybody. Right. You're not in high school anymore. Like, who wants 10 friends? Yeah. Like, if you have one friend, you're lucky. <laughs> you're doing good. If you have something yeah. great, who wants to tell 10 people? If you have yeah. something devastating that's happened, who wants to tell 10 people? Wow. Okay. I, I like that. You that's know? a good perspective, man. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to ask, looking back all the years of school, I want to know if you boiled it down to three best, worst, and weirdest memories. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> best memory. What grade am I in? Up to you. Anytime. The best. Because I'm a foodie, I used to love hot dog day. Okay. <laughs> once, once a month, we had hot dog day. Wow. And most people... This is when people realize I was gluttonous. Most people would get like a hot dog. They get chips and soda. I come back with three hot dogs. And people like, 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 how are you going to eat three hot dogs? And I was like, watch me. <laughs> so like, I really look forward to hot dog day. Um, the worst is probably when we, probably in the eighth grade, when we had to pass this test in order to go to King's Dominion, which is an amusement park. Mm -hmm. 
we had to read the book The Pig Man. I don't know it. Me either, because I didn't read it. <laughs> and they're like, if you fail this test, you are not going to Disney World. I mean, like, you are not going to Kings of Man. I was like, okay. I didn't even look at that book. <laughs> I took the test, and then when I got the te- when I got the paperback, I was like, oh, no, I failed. And I was like, Mrs. O'Connor, I really, 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 really tried. <laughs> okay, you can go to Kings of Man. <laughs> but I, was, I really thought for a minute that I wasn't going to be able to go, but... Oh my god! Um, and that was probably the biggest trip you know the class had taken. Mm-hmm. We went to DC once, but dude, that that kind of <laughs> goes into everything you were saying before about like you you knew you were gonna get it, you know, like whether or not it, it's not even that I that, that I that I knew I was gonna get it. I just it just nothing. It was not important to me if I didn't get it. Okay, I, I wanted to go, Understood. but if something didn't happen, I was just like, eh, like yeah. it, it was no big deal for my twin. He would have been very, very devastated. But for me, I just feel like, okay, well, my mom's already bought the food that I was going to take with the trip on, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. So the <laughs> I'll Dor- just have good lunches. The school. Doritos are still at the house. You know, <laughs> the Pop-Tarts are still there. Yeah. I'm good. You know, like, I, just, I just never took it that seriously. Got it. All right. I wasn't upset about it. <laughs> How about the weirdest? The weirdest. <clears throat> the weirdest thing that ever happened. Oh, this fucking bitch. <laughs> I remember there was somebody that I like. I, I was digging this dude, and like, you know, like, 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 we were just cool. And she was, she was real popular. I, I was very popular. She was really, really, really popular. And I remember she said, one day we're waiting for the bell to ring. It's a Friday. It was probably like we got to school at two o'clock. So it was probably like one thirty-five. So we had to sit in the class for another twenty-five minutes. Yeah. She's like, I've been watching you and I think you and John, like when you guys talk to one another, you act gay. And it was like dead silence in the class. And I was just like, I can't kill her. Yeah. Because we have twenty five minutes left. What am I gonna do? So I just sat there. Thank God I was black because my face couldn't get red, but John <laughs> but, but John was white, so his face got beat red. But I remember uh, like saying that I'm just like God. If she thinks that, I wonder if anybody else thinks that. Right. What am I gonna do? Do I start wearing Timberlands and hoodies? Like, what do <laughs> I do to get this yeah. image that she may have? But I realize now that you know people think you are based on what they've been exposed to. I was a big brother when I was in college. Okay. And I remember when I first went to school, like, mm, he's flaming, he's flaming. I was like, Juan, I'm flaming because I have a blazer on and and. And, and and dress shoes, they had never been exposed to that. Right. Everybody that they knew in their neighborhoods, because inner city, so I went to school in Richmond, they were all wearing hoodies, Timberlands, mm-hmm. and like people wear that every day now, but that was their main uniform. So anybody had like a button down shirt on, anybody whose right. socks were matching their shirt, flaming homosexual. Right. That's right. what they thought. So people's perceptions, it says more, people's perceptions about me, it says more about them than 100%. it does about me at the time i didn't know that so mm-hmm. i was like my god if she thinks that right who else thinks that and like kids kill themselves you know behind you know feeling that the, the pressure yeah. to be somebody that they're, they're just not so i applaud these kids and i'm a little jealous frankly these kids are coming out of like 10 yeah or like I've, 11 i've had to, i think the way kids today are like they view sexuality completely differently i know that's a gross generalization that i'm putting out there but like i know we, when i first started teaching i i had one kid come out to me um 
and that was like a pressure thing. Like he couldn't come out to his family. Uh, but now I've, I have like students, sixth grade students who they kind of treat sexuality more like, uh, on a spectrum. Like, right. like they have boyfriends Depends this semester, they're, they're all day. friends next semester. And it's, it's to no detriment. And I, I really do applaud this, like of, of, um, the younger generation like it's to know there's no social stigma at least from what i've seen i'm there's assholes everywhere right um but but the broader thing when i think back to the way high school was when i was there and middle school versus and and sexuality and homophobia and all that versus now um like the acceptance and and even like the protection when they know that somebody in the class um you know, ha- is is gay or, you know, uh, bi, really bi is kind of more common. I I feel like old just talking like no, this. No, it, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it's just like. But they're very, like, the the kids will get, like, mama bear. Like, like you don't, you know, if a new kid comes on and they think they can latch onto that, like, the class protects them. And I really find that admirable it's about younger kids. unbelievable. I love that. Because I remember when I was in high school. There's one, two kids that were clearly gay, mm-hmm. and they came in, and it's not, I'm like, their, their mannerisms may not be what other people were exposed to, but I just thought they were just like great dressers, and they were, right? but they came to school every single solitary day surrounded by ignorance, yeah. surrounded by ignorance at its finest, because the black culture did not you know, necessarily embrace you know, homosexuality, so right. there was them. Then there was the athletes. Then there was girls that may be jealous of them because their hair might be better looking than mm-hmm. them. So and it's like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, they are the MVPs in my eye. Like, I don't know how they did that. Because, again, like, one girl said, you act gay. And I didn't want to ever hurt myself, like, ever. But I really was just like, okay, I can never come back to the school again. Like, yeah, it's like, I, how do I shrink I, I, down right I'm now? Like, I'm like, wh- like, what am I going to do? And that's why I hated having a twin. Because all I wanted to do was like figure out who I was and be a gay kid, but like I couldn't because oh, wow. everybody knew who the twins were. Right. Everybody was like, it was everybody knew who the twins were. Like I was, it was like again, we were Dalmatian puppies walking down the street mm-hmm. every day. Everybody yeah. was like, oh look at them, look at them. The twins. It was it was a double edged sword. So can I just ask a question about that? You yeah. said that girl said so like when you're with John, you act gay. Was John gay? Like, did were you guys, did he know, like, was there any confirmation from anybody? Did you come out to anybody in high school at all, like, even your brother or family, or did that come later? Uh, we were fucking around. Okay. Um, but we weren't sloppy about it. Like, right. I was just like, how dare you figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think his face got red. And I was just like, all right, 18 minutes left, 18 minutes left. And the yeah, girls yeah, yeah. They were going to be out here. It was a Friday. And this needs the weekend to blow over. Yeah. And, and luckily, like I said, like I was I was popular. But like I, I feel for other kids that didn't have the armor of popularity or didn't sure. have the armor of like playing sports and being accepted like in a group. Some people are just like introverts, you know, like yeah. some people don't feel like being bothered. Right. You know, with you. some people are social introverts. I get along with everybody. I don't really care to talk to everybody. Sure. I can. Right. But I don't care to talk, you know, to right. everybody. And, you know, if somebody is different from you, I I've, I was always come from the school. If somebody comes to my school that's white or Asian or whatever, I went out of my way to 
make sure they felt like accepted. Yeah. Especially because I was well known. But, you know, you don't want to ever make anybody feel that way. But, you know, again, when you're in high school, like, right. people are, I mean, dum-dums. In high school, I mean, like, yeah. like people, they... The worst kind of dum-dums, though, the dum-dums that think they know everything. Yeah, I mean, like, that's why, I, I mean, I, 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 I did enjoy high school a lot. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it a lot, but... I feel like high school now would be a whole, like, can you imagine going to high school with dating apps? Dating apps and just being online all the time. Like, you know, the bell used to ring. Like you said, you were counting down till two o'clock for the bell to ring. Like, and then your day could be over. You're away from all of that. Now or, you're just on. Or had to leave and like touch a titty by Saturday yeah. so that like nobody would think that like, you know, like something that she said could be confirmed. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like. Now you're on, man. Like you got a problem with somebody, they're gonna get you on social. I, I, I can't imagine being a kid today, you know, and just like it's an experiment. N- like, like in twenty big years, time. like we're gonna see. I was like, oh, that and TikTok turned him into that. Yeah, exactly. Like, big time. Like you just don't know. Yeah, Danny, it's been a blast. It's been a pleasure, man. I really enjoyed this. Thank you, sir. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you. All right, that was the episode with Danny Suggs. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Please follow him on Instagram, the Black Danny. I'll tag him in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed. I uh, had a lot of fun doing that episode. Thanks a lot, everybody. Please make sure you follow, subscribe, share, whatever it is you can do with your podcast platform. Please do it. I'm putting clips on YouTube every week, so please follow. Uh, Phil Valentine on YouTube and uh, share the show with a friend if you enjoyed it. I hope you like the intro and outro song as much as I do. That's done by the great Derek Alexander Smith and we've had some awesome flyers and posters uh, these last couple weeks done by the great Schmanks. Thanks a lot guys. So long.